Hey everyone, this is Tucker Tillson, hopefully your favorite Creepoff contributor. Better than McBride, better than Podcast Man, with a very special announcement. We're releasing the first ever Creepoff NFT collection, right here, right now. They're called Crypto Digital Currency, and they're trading cards. These have really incredible artwork. Here's one of the average Creepoff fan going to the subreddit to vote for whoever they think can run a mile faster. This one is Vinny losing five votes and having to jump into a lake. And here's a great one of Carl converting to Judaism and trying to convince Kanye to do the same. Each one of these Creeptos tells a great story, like, like Vinny's Santa Creep that assaulted children. Or this one of Carl's Creep murdering Dave from Canada, who, I was told, frequents gay clubs. If you would like to be a part of history, all you have to do is leave your credit card in your gym locker and Chad will come by and drop off an NFT in exchange. Oh, I, I think this one will be super popular. Anyways, that's all I got. This is Tucker Dilson saying, don't forget to tickle your pickle. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Let's fuck with my beard. It's not real. No shit. Well, it was real, but you see, I got sick and all the hair fell out, so I had to wear this fucking thing. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. Inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I am your ho ho host, Vidi the Poolino, and there he is, the birthday boy himself, the Christmas boy. It's hot, Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? How you doing, buddy? I'm really great, man. We uh, we were just on the Dick Show. We recorded it yesterday. It'll be out tomorrow. Uh, the twentieth, December twentieth. So uh, we we did a little mini scum parade on there. That was very exciting. It was, it was nice fun. of Dick to have us on there. So for those of you who've never heard of Dick Masterson and don't listen to his show, maybe you should check this one out. This would be a good one to check out. About a half an hour in to the episode. Yeah, we had a really good time. Now, Carl. Yes. I'm really happy right now. Well, what are you happy about, Vinny? Well, I'm happy that we're here celebrating Creepmas for the third time. Me too. That's always exciting. I agree. But I'm even happier about the results from last week. Oh, shit. Are we even talking about that already? Oh, yeah, son. 78 to 72. Come on. It's four to one. It's four to one. There's going to be a Christmas miracle. I'm going to get my Patreon money back before New Year. That sucks. Winhausen for the Winhausen. That sucks, Vinny. I'm playing this game hard. What kind hard. of present is that, Vinny? What kind of gift is this? I gave you a gift. It's in front of you. That's true. You did give me some White Claws. Um, there's another holiday happening today, Vinny. I know. We're excited about Christmas. We're excited about Hanukkah. 
We're excited about my birthday, but it's also... What is it? What are the chances? This keeps happening, too. It is Super Chat Monday. Whoa. Did you know that? Carl. That's right. We got the bell. Oh, I knew. Uh, and uh, Turbo Neil Breen wishes me a happy birthday for 10 bucks. Thank you very much, Turbo Neil. And uh, keep the Super Chats coming. We'll read them at the end. All right. Uh, yeah, make sure you send in all of your birthday uh, Super Chats. Okay. We'll read them at the end. <laughs> now, uh, Carl, it's a tradition around here. We celebrate uh, Creepmas, which is the biggest creeps that we could find, where the uh, atrocity revolves around the holiday. Correct. We found some doozies in the past, but it seems like a never-ending well. I got to tell you, a lot of shit goes down at Christmas. It sure does. It's not a great time of year. It's actually a wonderful time of the year to be a creep because no one's expecting you because everybody thinks that like everybody's in a great mood like they are, and uh, it just turns everybody into a bunch of victims. Is that why? I thought it was because you're forced to hang out with your family who you despise. I thought that was the reason why shit goes down in the holidays. It doesn't help. <laughs> right. It does not help. Now, Carl, I won last week, so that means I get to go first. Can I get a little ring-a-ding-ding of that bell? I do not like how upbeat you are today. It's obnoxious. I'm I don't sorry, like Carl. Going, I, don't I like just have the spirit right of creep mess. I don't like what's happening right now at all. Well, it is four to one, which means it's game point, so... Fuck. Uh, here we go. All right, let's do it. Now, we all know the story of Matt Lewinsky. We do. The podcast Michigan man, hit man, podcast hitman, who may or may not have partaken in eating back bacon. Well, this gentleman, I hope, ends up as his roommate in prison in Michigan. Matt Latunsky was a married father of four, Carl. He appeared to live a very normal and productive life. He graduated in 1991. He had a uh, master's degree in uh, chemical engineering. He worked for the Dow Chemical Corporation in Midland, Michigan, until he was fired, from what I understand, for selling his own homemade brand of personal lubricants to his coworkers. You're, you can get fired for that? It's probably not a good look to go around and say, hey, you want to buy some lube? Well, around the water cooler. I mean, they're fine with like Tupperware and shit like that. I see that at work all the time. I, Girl Scout I, cookies, no problem. It is a problem, though. Nobody likes that shit. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, his wife divorced him in 2001. And according to reports of his divorce, his ex-wife claimed that he refused to take any medication, and when he was off his prescribed medication, he would act erratic. Now, what does erratic mean to you, Carl? Oh, I don't know, probably yelling at their partner too much. Sure, sure. Maybe driving fast down the road. Well, my guy Mark uh, would watch torture films and then threaten to torture his children's pets. Oh, well, I wasn't thinking that. That's not something I was thinking for. Yeah, that's behavior. that's a little past erratic. Yeah. We don't know if he did anything to the animals, but he did threaten them. Now, uh, by 2013, he was being char arrested and charged with kidnapping for allegedly taking two of his four children from his ex-wife. So uh, he played favorites, apparently. Well, can you kidnap your own kids? Come on. Certainly. Let it go. Certainly. Just try to be a good dad. Like, when you leave in a divorce, you should be able to take half. Correct. Yes, he gets half the kids. The charges were dismissed after several competency hearings. Okay. And uh, he got Good. the kids back. Then, around that time, Mark came out as bisexual. Oh, okay. You're going to win this week. All right. Can I do mine now? Nope. Oh, I thought that was... No, no. Okay. Uh, he embraced what it, most folks would call a pretty heavy party lifestyle. Now, uh, I'm going to show you a picture of him. 
I believe this is the picture that he used on his grinder profile there. That's gross. That's him in a really cool leather kilt that's going <laughs> yeah. to uh, come into this story quite a bit later. You know what? I can't tell if that's badass or just the opposite of that. Because he's trying to look tough, but that outfit. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this other than just proud. Now, yeah. he was also a big fan of the cops. This is him and the man that he married uh, in 2016. After he met him on Grinder, this guy's name is uh, Jamie Arnold. So he's pretty hot. They love the cops. For him, they love the cops. So he decided to divorce him not too long after they got married because this lifestyle that Mark was going for was a little too much for him. He said he would come home at all hours and there were always people at his house. Yeah. And he was his husband was in there just fucking dudes and be like, come on, hop in, Jamie. And he was like, I would just make a sandwich and go to bed. This really wasn't my thing. So either way, that marriage broke up. Now, see, this is insane to me because that's the fun part about being gay. That's, I mean, why not take advantage of that? There's not a lot of straight orgies happening no. in my living room. No, not in my living room. If you take the TV away, that's a good point. <laughs> in October of 2019, James Carlson, 48 years old, called 911, claiming that he'd been kidnapped and woke up in a basement. I listened to this 911 tape. It's very, very hard to understand what he's saying, but here's the gist. He said, quote, I met this guy. I'm by. He's cute. He hit on me at the bus station. He's I don't- cute, he said to 911? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's his penis size, sir? Please. Be too specific. big, too big. He goes, I don't know. We went to the car and talked. He went to the store, had a soda. I woke up in the basement. Okay. Carlson told the operator he'd been chained up and freed himself using a butcher knife to cut off the leather strap that bound his wrist. Oh, good thing there was a butcher knife laying around in the yeah. basement. He escaped the house, the butcher knife in hand, stole the guy's keys but couldn't get the car out of the garage, so ran away with Mark Latunsky's car keys Found what, a you just phone. want a souvenir or something? <laughs> that time I was abducted. I think his Put idea was mantle. so the guy couldn't chase him down in his car. Oh, okay. More but practical than my thinking then. He uh, he said he didn't know anything like that. Cops showed up within 10 minutes, and when the cops get there, they did the Dahmer thing. Gross gay sex. And the guy, the one dude was like, just get me, get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. Right. Get me away from him. And they filed no charges on Mark. Even though he drugged and kidnapped someone and locked them in the basement. Well, he could have said that he was into it, and that guy might have blacked out and forgot. Sure. Well, six weeks later, after Carlson's run-in with Latinsky, on the afternoon of November 25th, 2020, a 29-year-old man ran out of his house and called 911, wearing a leather kilt. Latunsky chased after him. He told 911, I'm trying to get away from some creepy guy. He had me tied up in his basement. The man told the operator from a neighbor's house. So he was getting younger guys now. That's cool. Yeah, man. Good for him. Yeah. According to an audio recording released by the county, uh, he said he's after me. He went to the neighbor's house, begged for an address. A state trooper showed up, and Latunsky says, hey, listen, man, I just want my kilt back. Okay. Just give me my kilt back. Fair enough. No and further questions. He gets his kilt back, and the cop is like, I think my work is done here. Yep, perfect. Not Great caring about work. the fact that this dude had drugged a dude and locked him up in the basement previously. Go Michigan. Whitmer's doing a fantastic job over there. Yeah. About your business, sir. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is actually this is actually a really good idea. Um, I have uh, one of those like cards that if you're related to a cop, they'll give you that sort of thing. But 
rather than use that, have you ever you ever have that before, Vinny? We're like, listen, officer, I don't know, if, I don't know if this means anything. It probably doesn't. I'm not trying to insult anyone, but my cousin happens to be a police officer. Maybe you know him. You know, you pull that little thing. I I think from now on. <laughs> Next time I get pinched for, I don't know, murder, DUI, whatever it is. You're just going to be all, I'm doing gay stuff. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, please, <laughs> I don't want a breathalyzer. My mouth tastes like cum. I just sucked off so many dudes, and I, I haven't even swallowed it all yet. Officer, get up here close. You can smell. You can tell. Come, on, come here. You want to give me a You're breathalyzer, cute. do come you? Here. Come here, by you. <laughs> As you were, sir, on your way. <laughs> my mouth smells like an indoor pool. <laughs> You're familiar with this. Oh, you're disgusted. All right. So uh, this leads us up to Christmas Eve of 2019, Carl. Okay. And a young man named Kevin Bacon. Hmm. I'm familiar. Not that one. Oh. He went missing. He was, I believe, 22 years old. He was last seen by his video doorbell leaving his house Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, his family reported him missing because he never showed up for presents. And when I tell you that this kid was like a flamboyant young man, mm-hmm. he already had a receding hairline, and he would dye his hair hot pink. Oh, that's and hot. he was just like a little doughy thing, little roly poly doughy guy. Okay, so like a young Vinnie Paulino. <laughs> Got it. His car was found at a Family Dollar. No sign of him at his apartment. Dude, and he then his be, roommate. He wouldn't be caught dead at the Family Dollar. I, I think know. something suspicious here. I mean, I saw the. Hair dye, it could have been Kool-Aid. He might have been oh. going to the family dollar. Right. But either way, his roommate says he was going to go hook up with some guy on Grinder mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Well, that led the cops through cell phone tracking to my pal Mark Latinsky's home. Okay. Now, this took two days to figure out where he was. And on December 27th, they knocked on his door and he answered the door. Wearing the leather kilt sure. and no shirt. It's his favorite outfit. He's just like, hey, what's up, officers? And uh, they said he did not appear nervous at all. And what do you think that kilt smells like, Vinny? An indoor pool, Carl. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> your breath. It smells like your breath. Carpeting around an indoor pool, yeah. So police found Bacon's body in the house, lifeless and strung up in the basement. Now, they go to Mark and they say, uh, excuse me, sir, could you please explain... Why did, he in, why did he let him in their, his house? He, he doesn't have to do that. He just was like, come on in. Oh, he let weird. him in. <laughs> and they, they went down to the basement. You never, never say come on in to vampires or cops. All right? That's just not a good idea. They have never. to be invited in. That's <laughs> yes, the never invite them into your home. Right. They say, well, what the fuck happened here? And he's like, well, I met this dude on Grinder, And, uh, you know, he, uh, he came over and I brought him down here. And then I stabbed him in the side. And then I grabbed him by the hair and slit his throat. And then I just tied this rope to his ankles and just hung him up over the ceiling like a deer. And uh, I kind of left him there for a little while. And then I went back with my knife and uh, I cut off his testicles and uh, I fried them up and ate them on Christmas morning. So I'm guessing the officer was just like, is this something that all gay guys do? Is this like a kink or something? I, All right, well... Have a great uh, Christmas. He was just going, (laughs) hey, Sarge, you got to hear this one. He murdered this man, and he chopped off his testicles and fried them up and ate them in a pan. Now, Carl, here's a fun part. After they read him his rights. What's the best way to prepare men's balls, Vinny, do you think? I think I I would go with fried, but I'm just curious if there's a better way to do it. Can you put it on a pizza? Well, but how do you cook it first, though? Do you boil it? 
Carl, it's not my deep <laughs> area of expertise. You, do you use a, a batter? Do you bread it? Uh, no. I have a maybe, lot of questions. Maybe uh, cook it in some sauce. Ooh, there Throw you go. Throw it in with some sauce. That's, not, that's not a bad idea. So they say to well, why did you keep this guy's body hung up here like this? And he goes, oh, well, you know, he was kind of like a Native American. He wanted to use all of the buffalo, and he had a plan. He was going to use his blood and bones to fertilize plants on his property, and then he was going to use his muscles to make jerky. Fun fact, when his mail got delivered a few days later, he had ordered a food dehydrator. <laughs> All right, so he had thought this through a little bit. Yeah, he had thought this through. He wasn't through, making this up on the, which on the spot. ended up being a real problem for him when it comes to an insanity defense, where they're like, well, dude, you ordered a fucking food dehydrator. I think that's insane. I'm, I'd go on. Oh, with that. it's insane, yeah. but I mean, you were clear of mind to be like, oh, this is how I'm going to do this. It wasn't just fucking blah, crazy, spontaneous crazy. crazy. We use Amazon too, but it's not that difficult. You can get everything with one click now. Carl, I know the mentally ill used Amazon. Yes. Now, fun story the house went up to auction okay. in February after this had happened, and the dude who bought it, here's a couple quotes from him. He said, the basement, the den, the master bedroom, and the kitchen. Specifically, the dishwasher. I had to clean up human remains. They just left that shit in the house, and the guy bought it at an auction. And he comes in. This is what he finds. I would have hired someone to do that. Three sets of dishes with human remains on them. All three sets are in the dishwasher. (laughs) Okay. He goes, and the dishwasher never had electricity to it. Mm. It was brand new and never set up. It still had the plastic on the outside of it. All right. Well, he's going to get to it eventually. Yeah. They would have let this guy go through with his plans. He would have cleaned sure, it up. Sure. Now, in January 2020, he entered an insanity plea, but that February, a judge ruled he was incapable of standing trial. So originally, they were like, this guy has to be insane. But then by October of 2020, they reversed that decision, saying he was able to stand trial. The trial started in July and just concluded December 16th. Life in prison All for right. Matt Latunsky. Which is why I'm saying I hope he ends up being cellmates with Matt Lewinsky. That would be awesome. That would be fun, yeah. Give, that would be amazing. Give Matt something to do. It would. So uh, that is my creep this week, Matt Latunsky. <laughs> All right. Very good, Vinny. He enjoyed a Yule log on Christmas morning. What a nice presentation that was. Now, I said I, said I would leave Super Chats at the end, but we had a couple of really nice ones come oh, okay. Out. That I did want to acknowledge, and I don't know if I can get my mouse working over here. I don't think I can. Oh, wow. Vinny, can you pull up those chats? I sure can. Uh, Tricky Daddy, $49.99. I'm sorry I thought I was donated to an Uncle Rico YouTube live stream. Please refund the money back to me, Skull. (laughs) Is that Tricky Dicky, right? Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. That's awesome. Minus 30%. Yeah, (laughs) there will be no refunds. I don't see the money until the 21st. And then ASE presents uh 50 bucks thanks for making so much content every week y'all from mint salad actually yes thank you oh thank you mint. very much you're so sweet that's awesome all right you ready for my uh we'll read the rest of those at the end you ready for my christmas creep if i have to i think you know who I this thought guy is. was so good we don't even need to know i think you know who this guy is his name is Darrell brooks jr Darrell oh, brooks jr 40 years old, was convicted on October 26, 2022 of six counts of first-degree intentional homicide and 70 other counts related to the Waukesha Christmas Parade on November 21st, 2021. Yep. Last year, he gave us his heart. Yes. So, at the time of the parade, so if you remember, this is the guy who got in his SUV. He was driving a, uh, a red Ford Escape. 
and he actually was able to escape. He was driving a red Ford Escape through a parade, killing six people, injuring many, many more. One of them was an eight-year-old kid. Some elderly people were in there as well, the uh, dancing grannies. He plowed right through them. It was a horrific scene. The dancing grannies. What is that, like a Dave Matthews cover band? Yeah, they're not that great, though. The the violinist, yeah. They need to upgrade at that position. I'm not a fan. At the time of the parade, Brooks was out on a $1,000 cash bail related to charges filed earlier in November because he was charged with punching and then running over the mother of his child and ex-girlfriend, Erica Patterson. He's not great behind the wheel. Yeah, so he had already, in this month, run over someone. He was in jail for it. They let him go. All right, we'll see you back in court. Bye. You enjoy the Christmas parade. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So this is the best part, is that he was over at Erica's house before he went to this parade. Sure. And they got into a big fight. Oh, no. And he assaulted her. This girl, Vinny, have you ever had an ex-girlfriend who just knows how to push your buttons? Just says the shit that, like... You want to murder people? I have a wife who knows how to do okay. that. So I, I get this. Like, this guy hanging out with his baby mama, ex-girlfriend, Erica saying all sorts of crazy shit to him. And he's just like, bitch, I already tried to run you over this month. But I'm, this time, I'm, you're lucky. I'm going to let you off the hook and take this out on a bunch of people who are just celebrating the holidays in the middle of the street here in, in Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. So what he did was, with all of his rage, yeah. is he decided to go ahead and uh, drive through that. Now, they didn't catch him at the time. He drove through four blocks of this parade. He went through the entire parade and then just drove home. So the police call him in for questioning on the domestic violence issue. Sure. The best part about this, Vinny, because they, they didn't let on. Did he have on. one of the dancing grannies just hanging off the grill already <laughs> pulled up to the police station? They didn't let on the fact that they he was a suspect for plowing through this parade, he drove his Red Ford Escape to the precinct yeah. for the questioning. Sure. And then they're like, by the way, we happen to know for a fact that that car that you drove here is the one that went through the parade. And he's like, what? That's not what you told me I was coming down here. What the fuck? You can't trick me like that. You yeah. can't make me drive the evidence to you unless you tell me I'm driving the evidence to you. Well, it's funny you say that, Vinny, because he does think he knows the law. This, this Darrell Brooks Jr. Uh, Darrell Brooks Jr. personally gave me just so many hours of entertainment over the last few months. Oh, well, then you're going to enjoy this because he decided before his trial to fire his attorneys and declare himself a sovereign citizen. He thought that he wasn't under the jurisdiction of Milwaukee or the state of Wisconsin. Maritime law, motherfuckers. That's right. Yeah. He, he marches to the beat of his own drum, this guy. So he had two attorneys assigned to him to try to help him reduce the sentence or whatever. Okay. And he said, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. He's so bad at law. He's so bad at it. So I brought some fun videos for us to watch from his trial. This is really turning out to be a Merry Christmas episode. Oh, Good this job, is, This Carl. one's fun. All right. So video number one. All Let right. me just set this up. All right. Here we go. So Brooks called his ex, Erica Patterson, as a witness. And what he wanted to do is he wanted to show that she isn't a good mother and she isn't telling the truth. So she's not a good witness for this type of thing. And he pulled out photographs that the prosecutors hadn't seen before. You have to enter everything into evidence before the trial so everyone can look it over. So all of a sudden he just like pops this shit up. He's like, yeah, what about this? What about this? And they're like, whoa, 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 you can't do that. And so now the prosecutor has to say, all right, 
if you're going to enter that evidence, then we're going to enter some other evidence that we weren't going to enter. And this kind of yeah. blows up. Uh, Your, Your Honor, uh, Exhibit A, his fucking bumper. Yeah, right. <laughs> this kind of blows up on Brooks a little bit. Check All this right, out. Here we go, kids. This guy's the best. I believe that these photographs are designed to make a suggestion to the jury that Erica Patterson is a bad mom. I think that that's what the defendant is trying to do. And if we're going to go down that road, then we would be forced to counter that claim. First of all, it doesn't make her an incredible witness, if it's even true. And second of all, if we go down that road, we would be forced to counter that claim by pointing out that not only does the defendant not live with the child in question, he doesn't live with any of the other children that he has, he impregnated Erica Patterson when she was a minor in Nevada, and for doing so, he was convicted of statutory sexual seduction. Wait, what? guilty in March of 2007 to that felony offense and is a sex offender on the registry as a result. So if there's any causation that would lead to Erica Patterson being a bad mom, Mr. Brooks has a direct role in that causation. And that's Furthermore, to that I'm not because sure. that's a lie. Let him at finish. The end of the day, let him we, finish. We're gonna open the Mr. door on that. No, since he want to make a record and not be accurate, so let's be accurate all on the record. Since you think you know so much, once so again, we can Mr. Open Brooks the door is being loud, the door disrespectful, me she was interrupting. We, we can ask that question. He is over the top animated right now. Mr. Brooks, I'm ordering you to sit down and to let this man finish. No, I'm not going to sit here and let somebody be inaccurate on the record. Did, did you Amazing. know she said she was 18 when I met her? Did you know that? So I did a, a quick cut there. The judge says, okay, we're taking an hour for lunch. I, I'm not going to have this disrespecting going on. And he's like, they're saying that I, I had sex with a minor. She told me she was 18. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> you were, he, he was convicted of that. Did you, uh, is the mother of this child, was she a minor when she, when she conceived? doesn't matter how old she told you she was. Yeah, exactly. It does not matter how old she said she was when you impregnated her prosecutor sir. oh man so he's this is great so this guy's like trying to use big words and he thinks he's like doing stuff like it. he's constantly objecting every single question asked he objects he's like hearsay leading the witness none of it makes any sense it's really funny and uh my video number two here is just he just keeps interrupting the prosecutors and the way this the the judge has to call it on this one she she once again says okay we're putting this to an end your Honor, when I leave the table, I'm away from the courtroom, and I have to elevate my voice. This is the so alleged record of Abel Lescott. Stop okay. talking. Come on, man. Like, I don't okay. know who y'all be thinking y'all fooling. I accept the value return for value this uh, document. One more interruption, and you're going to be removed to the next courtroom. That's what you want to do anyway. It's not what I want to do. Do not interrupt Attorney Opera. So can Your you Honor, tell, can I believe he has seven prior criminal convictions. OWI second from 1997, and OWI third from 1997, this, and OWI fourth from 2003, criminal trespass to dwelling from 2006. Right, I need to take a break. This man right now is having a stare down with me. It's very disrespectful. He pounded his fist. Frankly, it makes me scared. He is giving daggers to the judge, just staring at her, not blinking, not moving. With a scowl on his face. He looks like he wants to murder the judge right here. That is the face <laughs> of a caveman who is about to drag you by the hair out of a room and yes. beat you to death. That's a scary man. If he's trying to get some sympathy from the judge, he's going about it the wrong way. Holy shit. So eventually, because of this behavior, he's constantly interrupting people. He's threatening the judge. They say, okay, we're going to move you to the next courtroom over. 
and we'll set you up with AV. So you'll be able to see what's happening here. You can still talk to us, but the judge has a, a mute button on his microphone. So if he's being disrespectful, she can just mute him. Which is, by the way, something I want to install in this uh, studio. I actually have it from this end. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, video three. He's got his shirt off now. ordered Mr. Brooks be removed from the courtroom due to repeated uh, interruptions and disruption uh, with the court. Um, you can see that he is seated with his back uh, to the court or to the camera. He took his shirt off as well. I'm also told that he is threatening to throw and break items. Yeah, so he's throwing a little temper tantrum now. Now they've kicked him out of the courtroom. Oh, well, he's lonely, Carl. He's a little lonely, probably. All right. Now, video number four is uh, just an example of Durrell. You need to explain everything to this guy. I don't care what you believe fully. All right. It's not a game. We. I don't take I this as a game. That's what. That's what nobody. That's what nobody. You don't got to explain nothing to me. Do you want? That's what you don't understand. You think you that this is a whole game to, to me? Question? This is not a game to me, Your Honor. All right. I, I think that uh, everyone's quite aware that we do need to explain everything to you because you have no idea what is going on. Correct. Uh, this is why he has um, six life in prison uh, convictions on him. All right, here's um, this is my favorite. There's a, a lot of eyewitness testimony, obviously, because it's a parade. <laughs> yes. If you yes. want to murder a bunch of people doing it in the middle of a parade, it's probably a bad idea. That's where all the eyeballs already are fixated. Correct. Uh, so there was a lot of um, eyewitness accounts. This one was my favorite one. Video number five. Okay. And did um, I'm sorry to ask it this way, but did you see anybody like actually fly or roll or tumble? Yeah. So. Originally, it was we. I heard sounds like thuds, and then it was in the air, um, like bowling pins. <laughs> the crowd of people were like bowling pins, getting smashed by this SUV. That's not. Oh man, that's awful. All right, I I think I've I made a pretty good case that hey, this guy. Welcome oh, to the big. Sorry, I made a pretty good case that this guy is a creep. But you know what? I'll let the prosecutor. Uh, put the, the bow on this one for me. Oh, sure. Someone else could do your work. Yes. He plowed through 68 different people. 68. How can you hit one and keep going? How can you hit two and keep going? How can you hit three and keep going? Didn't phase him a bit. He kept going until he got to the end and there was no more bodies to hit. Okay. So this guy is a creep. I've made that point very clear. But what makes him creepier than Vinny's creep who's frying testicles? I will tell you the answer to that. The freshest testicles a guy could get. This guy, this fucking Darrell Brooks Jr. thinks he's a rapper. Nice. This is a rap video, and this song, every line ends with, what's the bidness? And this is the, this is the kind of rap... It's, there is just fucking no creativity here at all. Every single line ends with the same fucking rhyme, the same word. It's not even a word. Let it play. What's the business? What's the business? 
we slide into the trap like what's the business? Grinding, trying to make a stack like what's the business? That's all that song does. It is terrible. What I really like about it is how he made a modest apartment kitchen yeah. look so baller. I know. It's such a shitty kitchen that he's in. It's a small, cramped kitchen. He's, he's counting his $100 bills. Like, why don't you upgrade your living situation? And then he's standing on the street in Las Vegas. Like, that's impressive. Wow. You, got, you must really be a baller. What's your business? He spelled it with B-I-D. N-E-S-S, yes? Yes, business, yeah. Got it. I miss Run DMC. Me too. Am I alone in this? Can we get some Christmas time in Hollis, Queens at the end of the show? No, because YouTube will get us. Oh, right. We can't do that. Well, just imagine that as a palate cleanser. No, I have a fun song lined up for the end. All right. So that is uh, my creep for Creepmas. Help me get back in this game. I'm down four to one. I'm, I'll need your vote. Thank you very much to the Kazaroos in advance. Uh, Excelsior, true believers. Let's put this thing away. Let's make Carl spin the wheel next week. And next week, by the way, here's your teaser. Creep of the year. Creep of the year next week. Now, it can be a creep we've already brought in, or it can be just someone that we didn't even talk about up to no good in 2022. And uh, Carl is working on a very special guest to join us for the episode, someone who's never done the show before, but apparently yes. really wants to. So. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Keep That's why I did I it. Start writing the shit That's down. why I did it. <laughs> yes, I am working on that. Vinny. And I swear to God, if it's Blind Mike, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> What's wrong with Blind Mike? It's great. Nothing. I love that guy. All right. Um, so uh, next week, Creep of the Year, Carl, spin the wheel, vote for Oh, Vinny. stop it. Perfect. Is it Boxing Day um, next Monday? I don't know, but we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are you ready for the best segment of the show, Vinny? It's not the scum parade. Who are these creepos? That's I right. It's time for Who Are These Creepos? And this is a segment we've recently introduced into the show. The reason being is that we have the best true crime show on the internet. By miles. It's not even close. Okay, maybe sort and scale. But other than that, no one beats us. And we want to prove that because I don't know that everyone's believing this. So what I'm doing is I'm analyzing every other true crime show one by one to prove that we have a better true crime show than anyone else out there. And today, I want to present to you gruesome, horrific true crime with Connie and Meg. This was a That's suggestion. That's the name of the show. Yes. Gruesome, horrific true crime with Connie and Meg. This is a suggestion from Nathan Stragow. Thank you, Nathan, for suggesting this. I want to start off by I kind of like the name. Okay. Okay, well, you're going to like this. Listen to this woman's voice. Is it gruesome and horrifying? It's horrifying. Annoying would be a better adjective, but... But remember I told you in 1972... Oh. Um, was it 72 or 71? It was 71. Se yeah, 71. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, that sex worker that Robert Hansen had raped, that was actually 18-year-old Sandra Patterson. And she described in detail the man that had taken her at gunpoint and raped her. So they say that he had only raped her, but he had actually abducted her as well. She said that he took her to a motel where he raped her, he hit her and threatened her, but she didn't react. She wouldn't give him like the benefit of her reaction. Mm -hmm. And she said that he was obviously disappointed because she didn't fight back like the other girls. And that's what he told her. Because she wasn't fighting, it like 
killed it for him. I don't know why they don't call this the Charisma and Chemistry Show, because these two women are dynamite together on the microphone. Yeah, like a car and a crash, these two. Let me tell you something, Vinny. This show is on Patreon. They have 675 patrons on Patreon. Now, their first tier is $1. But still, there's fucking people listening to this on purpose and giving them money, Vinny. This is what blows me away by these true crime shows. I'm like, there's tons of shitty podcasts out there. I've documented that pretty well over the last seven years. But the fact that these true crime shows, as bad as they are, still have an audience is what's so annoying to me. You want to hear what they say on their Patreon page? No. We're Connie and Meg, hosts of gruesome real-life BFF goals, and after years of trying to hide our deranged sense of curiosity and humor, we decided to give up on normalcy and embrace our love of all things true crime and mystery. That was one sentence, by the way. That's worse grammar than me. We started this... (laughs) Worse grammar than me? (laughs) It's one of the funnier things you've said on this show, Vinny. Me failing? That's impossible. (laughs) We started this podcast as an outlet for two busy moms to talk once a week about things we found interesting and horrific. Surprisingly, by creating Gruesome, we created a network that allowed us to reach out and meet so many awesome new friends and true crime connoisseurs. See, every single one of these shows is the same thing. Boring housewives, nothing better to do. They have to have their little phone calls every week. And they're like, oh my gosh, look at what I read on Wikipedia. Robert Hansen. Have you ever heard of Robert Hansen, the butcher baker? Yes. Yes, we have. Everyone's covered it. We know. (laughs) Carl, I like how the read on everything she said is just, there's nothing dramatic about it. No. Like, everything she said is like, and then he hit her, and then he raped her, and then he threatened her. Was that the order, honey? Is that the order that that happened in? No, it's not. And also, the things that they point out, so I hate these shows that just read a Wikipedia page to you or an article to you from the internet, because if I'm interested in that, I'll read it. But you have to add your own Spice to it, right? You have to own your own analysis and, and things. That's what we do on the crew. Well, this is what these women do, too, brilliantly. And Meg is going to start. Hey, all right, all right, all right. So, Robert Christian Hansen, which, what a middle name for the kind of human being this was. I thought the same thing. <laughs> he was born the day after Valentine's Day in 1939. So, in he's S- an Aquarius, too? Yes. Immediately, their first thoughts are like, well, his middle name is Christian. He's Aquarius? Who gives a shit? None of this makes a difference. His dad's name was Christian. That's why his middle name is Christian. Who cares? I, uh... You know what we don't ever do on the creep-off? Point out someone's astrological sign. I've never once been concerned about that. Agreed. I just want to say this, though. I think the greatest lesson, WATC has been to me personally mm-hmm. it's just boy i didn't realize the details are so fucking boring yeah like i try so hard to make things interesting but man the details of these things are so fucking well boring. look at the, the whole reason why true crime is a big category is because we don't witness things like this in our day-to-day lives it's, it's amazing that someone would actually go through with these horrific crimes it we don't want to hear like it's a fucking history lesson Nobody wants to be back in fucking the classroom 
Right, jotting down notes. What year was he born? Oh, yeah, the day after Valentine's Day? Okay, get the shit. And then too many people take it the other way, where they over-dramatize it. Yes. And they have the fucking Foley work, the creaky door, and the footsteps coming in. Like, I hate that shit, too. Well, don't get me started on, and I'm going to draw a blank on this, but it's a pretty big show. It's that true crime show. It's all about rock and roll stars. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. God, I can't think of the name oh, of it. Oh, Disgraceland? Disgraceland, thank you. Yeah. And that fu- what that fucking guy does that is so enraging is he tells you specifically what people are thinking, and, and then he entered the room and he remembered back to that third grade class when the teacher had told him, but and it was like, you're just making all of this up. This is all just made up. This is fan fiction. It's not true crime. Correct. All right. Let's hear more about um, the butcher baker, shall we? His dad was a very strict disciplinarian, and even though he was left-handed, he was forced to use his right hand. And I know that seems like a weird thing to include, but apparently this caused him to have a stutter. Vinny, that's kind of weird when your dad forced you to use the, uh, the weak hand. Do you know anyone like that? Any creeps whose dad forced him? Maybe, I don't know, Tua? The quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, he was right-handed, but he's forced to throw left-handed because his dad's a fucking weirdo. There's Tua. Yeah. And my parents tried to do that shit to me. Did they really? I'm a lefty. Yeah, they tried to make me right with my right hand. All right, we, we need to discuss this. Did that cause That's you to true. stutter? I do have a stutter. You've not, People who listen to the show know I have a stutter. Huh. Do you think that's why? No. <laughs> absolutely sounds, fucking that not. That retarded. I think it's I have a fat tongue. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Vinny. And it gets caught up on my teeth. These women crack themselves up. Now, over what? I'll ask you. You tell me. And he had an accomplice when he did this. He actually had a kid that worked at his bakery with him. And that kid told on him immediately, which is how he got caught. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> As we uh, all know. <laughs> so it's funny. Well, I don't think it's funny. The gasping there. <laughs> it's so unnatural. What, that that was the most forced. Like it sounds like you had just been stabbed a bunch of times. Right. It's not good broadcasting, Vinny. It's not good, and it doesn't get any better here. And it's my professional opinion that if your husband burns down a school bus garage, you should leave him. <laughs> like, probably just dip. What better time than when he's in prison? Why not? What like, this he- is a lot of red flags here. <laughs> the biggest red flag. Uh, because it's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not funny, but, um, but you know, I get it. They're tagging each other's non-jokes. They're laughing about nothing. This actually is the clip that sums up the show for me. Do you know what would make the show worse, by the way? What's that? If they didn't try to tag those jokes, if they still just let that shit hang. It's brutal. That's a red flag. Yeah, because it's on fire. Remember? He set the the whole place on fire. Fire's red. Right? (laughs) Like, ugh, dude. That's what sums up the show for me. (laughs) Like, ugh. Dude. All right, this one's just super obnoxious. So she's trying to explain how a child would tell a lie. Okay. <sighs> she might be retarded. I might have to retract all of this. Look, it's one of the cardinal rule of lying. You can't give too much information. Too much detail. Yeah, you're yeah. giving too much. 
It, and it goes back to that infantile personality, too, because yes. this sounds like something a child would do when you're like, yeah. hey, did you eat the rest of the cookies? And they're like, well, 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 I saw the cookies and I thought how much I would want to eat those cookies. And then I thought about my sister sitting on the couch and how much I'd like to bring her a cookie. So I took the cookies in there and we shared the cookies. But then I realized that maybe, sorry, then I realized that the littler one ate the rest of them. So I threw it away. just like a tangent. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! What the fuck is this supposed to be? Dude, I don't know. I don't Hold know on. to tell you. What the hell is this supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm so confused by this, Benny. I'm, I'm listening to the show the going, kid is on the couch. And the, Who's what? listening to this? Who wants to hear these women? All right. Well, maybe it's because of the brilliant legal analysis that they bring to the table. But he's shown his ass enough times that the prosecution and the judge are like, no, like, you still have to go to prison. Is that how that happened? The judge was like, no, like, no, like, you, like, have to, like, go to prison? I think I might, like, like, send you to prison for a while, I think, maybe. (laughs) Like, ugh, dude. These women think they have personalities. This is what's so annoying to me, Benny, is that these women have no personality, as you can tell, just from these short clips I've already played for you. And other people without a personality listen to this and go, wow, this is dynamite content. I like the way she laughed at everything she said. Burn it down the garage. <laughs> that is funny. Well, fire is kind of red. <laughs> Jesus. All right. One more clip and then we can move on with our lives. I just found this ridiculous because they, they're trying to figure out how to pronounce someone's name. And this guy, as you know, was living in Alaska. The trick to pronouncing people's names, by the way, is just say it with confidence. Correct. I've, I, I learned that just recently, by the way. I don't think I ever get one right. But so I thought this was an interesting well, no, not interesting. Really, really dumb thing to say. So the first woman who Robert Hansen claimed to have murdered was Eklutna Annie. Eklutna? Eklutna? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I was saying it. Okay. Eklutna if you, Annie. If you're from Alaska and you're like, uh, no, biatches. I looked up the pronunciation guide, but I wasn't confident in their robot voices. So this is... I know. Vinny. I don't care. I don't care. People in Alaska are going to be offended because you mispronounce someone's name. Vinny, do you know what language they speak in Alaska? They speak American English. Yeah. She's like, well, look, I don't want to offend people who also speak the same language that I do if I mispronounce this this name. What do you think's going on in Alaska? I hate this show. Yep, it's terrible. The, it's not great. Can we do voicemails? Let's go. Let's move on to voicemails. Please, holy shit! Let's get done with these people. What's the name of the show again? That show is called "Gruesome Horrific True Crime" with Connie and Meg. Ugh. The creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. The new superintendent of Syracuse Schools says he wants to bring pride back to the Syracuse school system. Pride declined. See you in Syracuse. <laughs> All right, good job, McBride. Let's uh, start off with this one. Let's get this done because we started the show without any hot football talk. Hey. 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 Fuck you, Vinny and the Dolphins. Yeah. And I say that as a fucking Dallas Cowboys fan who's hated the Bills his whole life living in fucking western New York. Uh, 
fucking, I really wanted this to be a, congr- a congratulatory uh, voicemail saying, fuck yeah, the Dolphins won and fuck the Bills, but <laughs> god damn it, can't say that, so fucking fuck you, Vinny. Carl, you're still fucking fuck. I'm very confused. Yeah. He seemed happy about the Bills winning at first, and then he wasn't. I'm confused about what th- that person was. He's mad because the Dolphins for. let him and me down by not beating that fucking. Oh, I hate the Bills fans so much. I That's hate a... everything about that franchise. It was a great game. Great game, Vinny. The Buffalo Bills remain the number one seed in the AFC looking for that first round bye in the playoffs. Guess what? Don't care. Hope we see you there. Hey, I got a uh, I got a voicemail for yeah, us today. Go ahead, man. What I love about super chat money is when you're in the middle of a sentence and go, "Oh, we got a five dollar super chat." You're just like stuttering, John. It's fucking pathetic. Save the super chats till the end of the fucking show, or at least after you fucking do your creeps. God damn, is that fucking annoying when you interrupt the show with goddamn electric? As metal as that fucking singer is, but fuck off, Vinny. Do it better. Be better. I'm not Learn the one doing that. Fuck off. Hey, Two-Face Lying Bastard, a $1.99. Happy birthday. Thanks, Two-Face Lying Bastard. Much appreciated, my friend. I just used the bell. All right, here's another voicemail. Interesting thought here, sir. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> hey, Vinny. Uh, I was just thinking that maybe we should look up girls from the scum stream who could read reviews. And make them review girls. I'm sure they'd be up for it. Um, call me back. So you're saying we should call up women that are in prison that we have featured on the scum stream to be our review girls? Some of them are hot. That's true. Some of the meth heads. Uh, we've never had an application for a review girl for the creep off. Neither has. Who are these podcasts? You think there's an application process? What do you involved? fucking just submit? Like people just <laughs> yeah, you just send your nudes. Yeah. All okay, right. Are you going to read or not? Send us your nudes. The creep off pod at <laughs> gmail.com. Ladies only. Oh, fuck it. We're going to have a naked potato. I guarantee it. Coming into that inbox. Thanks. That fucking potato's hung. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. You know what, Carl? Here's what I'd like to do, buddy. Yeah. What do you, what do you got? I have some applications, speaking of, from listeners. To challenge us. Oh, right. For the uh, Creep Off Listener Challenge for Patreon. So I have narrowed them down to four calls. Great. And uh, I have some that are to me, two of them are to you, and then we can decide which ones we want to go with. Sounds good. All right, let's start. Let's do it. Hi, my name is Ken. I'm calling about the uh, listener challenge you guys have coming up. I am a patron. I... I'm one of the creepomaniacs because I couldn't choose which one is either funnier or more lame. And I would like to challenge uh, Finny. And the category I'm going to go with is Creepiest Family Man. Alrighty. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fuck you. And bye. Creepiest Family Man. What does that mean? Like someone who has sired children, I think. I guess. Okay. It could be any, well, you have to, well, you can't just like leave them. You have to like be a stay at home. I don't know. We'll have to clarify that. That's an option. Okay. Sounds Next good. One. I'm calling for the listener challenge. That, oh, this is Evan Michael, by the way. Uh, I'm calling for the listener challenge. I'm challenging Carl to creepiest animator. And I'm not telling you who I'm bringing. Am I supposed to tell you who I'm bringing? 
I can't remember. We'll I just work read that out. This shit. Well, anyway, I'm challenging Carl, the creepiest animator. I'll see you there next Sunday. Or, I mean, Monday. Or whenever the fuck this is. Thank you, fuck you, bye. All right. All right, well, I call Walt Disney for that one. I think I'm going to win. Oh, <laughs> shit. That guy's a fucking creep and a half, but all right. What else you got? Hey, this is Nick from Michigan. I'm a $5 patron, Carl Kazaru. Thank you, sir. I want to challenge Carl to the audience challenge, listener challenge thing, whatever you guys got going on. And uh, creepiest man from Michigan. Okay. I think we did Michigan already, but I he still wants have, to challenge you to it. that's okay. It's a big state. It's a that's lot of creeps fine. there. And then I got one more coming towards me. Okay. Yeah, I'm here for the listener uh, challenge thing. Uh, my name is Curtis. I'm a creepomaniac on the Patreon. And my challenge is to Vinny. And my category is Creepiest Predator Caught by Chris Hansen. It's a limited number, but Interesting. they're all great choices. Ooh. All right, call me back. Fuck my ass. So here's what I figured we should do, Carl, just for the shit, shits and giggles of it. Yeah. Here's how we decide. Flip a coin? How about I pick yours and you pick mine? Okay. That sounds good. So it was... Um, creepiest animator versus creepiest Michigan man. For me, yes. Yeah. So here's my question. Yeah. Which one would you rather do? I don't know. I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you that, buddy. All right. Uh, and then I have uh, Predator Caught by Chris Hansen yep. or Creepiest Family Man. Right. Birthday boy, which one am I doing? Who am I challenging? I got to go with the Chris Hansen perp because the the, the family man thing, I, I don't understand that all that well. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to be challenging. I think it was Curtis. Okay. Uh, Curtis, I'll be getting in touch with you and we'll schedule a time to record this. And we're going to do them all together this time. Can, have, you know what would be nice is that I don't have an Aussie this time because we uh, the, the scheduling was difficult. Not by the way, he was very accommodating to me. Don't get me wrong. Sure, it's just that Australia. I don't know if you know this. Other side of the world, pretty far away from where we are. Definitely different. Yeah, definitely different. So yours are creepiest man from Michigan or creepiest animator? Yes. Mm. What do you What do you think? Well, you immediately said you wanted to do Walt Disney. I did. And I just picked the creepiest man from Michigan, Matt Latunsky. You did. So you know what. We had a lot of people listen to Michigan. Give them the love. Ah, oh, come Michigan, on. Michigan, we're going to Michigan. I want to expose old Walt, that anti-Semite. All right. You really going to do Walt Disney? Well, I would have, yeah, dude. And you're going to make it funny? Dude, I've just, I was just at Disney recently, and that fucking place, everything's just a goddamn gift shop now. There's two or three rides, but everything else is just a gift shop in that place. Did you buy Disney dollars? No, you can pay with the cash. They'll take cash. Okay. <laughs> They'll take credit cards. They'll take cash. They figure out a way to take your money. I'm almost like, upset with my decision now. I might take this back. You can. I'll, I'll let you if you want. All right, creepiest animator. All right, creepiest animator. Creepiest animator versus creepiest predator caught by Chris Hansen. And by the way, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to talk about shit that happened long after Walt Disney was dead, acquiring Star Wars, acquiring The Simpsons, ruining all these great franchises. Fucking Marvel. I, oh, we're we're going all in on, on Disney. Well, to that young man who picked creepiest animator, you're welcome for the win. You're coming <laughs> your way. All right. So those are our voicemails. I guess that would make it time for a scum parade, Carl. I love it. All right. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck raids that these creeps have made. Scum parade. 
Vinnie and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum parade. It's a scum parade, folks. That last line of that song gets me every time. <laughs> so unexpected up. and funny. <laughs> um, Vinny, as I mentioned, we were on the Dick Show yeah. doing some fun scum parade stories. We did. And uh, it seems like we have an international scum parade uh, for this show. We are going around the world a little bit. All right, cool. Let's before go. we do, let's start off in St. Louis, Carl. Okay. Um, at a KFC in St. Louis. Yeah. Sounds heavenly. <laughs> But unfortunately, one of the employees there had been hospitalized after a customer shot him because he was upset that the restaurant had run out of corn. This dude is fucking corny. I read this article and I got a little upset because I'm like, over a vegetable? Yeah. You're going to shoot someone over a vegetable? They're not out of fucking extra crispy, motherfucker. Right. Dude, I I understand if they're out of thighs... If they're out of breasts, even mashed potatoes. You don't have any tenders. We're going. Yeah, I, even biscuits. Let's say you can't get a biscuit on the side. All right, yeah. You're getting shot if there's Maybe no I got to bring my AK for, for that kind of scenario. But corn? There's mac and cheese. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're out of corn. Would you like mac and cheese instead? Yes. Actually, I would. Huh. Thank you. That's I better, mean, actually. The only way I would be upset is if they're like, oh, the only thing we have is green beans. Oh, yeah, that's a bullshit that, side. That Do you think they you. even stock that? That's just up on the menu just for show, right? Yeah, see, we got we vegetables. Have vegetables. Sure, they're yeah. here somewhere. Never seen anyone like actually order that. in their pockets. Uh, <laughs> not anywhere. This happened Monday evening in the city's West End. A gentleman at the drive-thru became upset and threatened employees when he was told the business was out of corn. The man had a handgun when he drove up to the drive-thru window, and a 25-year-old employee who, for some reason, went outside to talk to the driver. I'll calm him down. The guy with the gun out there, let me handle this. Hey, sir, what seems to be the problem? <laughs> it's fucking uh, the manager from Fast Times at Ridgemont yes, High. Exactly. It's just that guy. Uh, sir, what seems to be the problem today? He Judge, comes, N- Judge Nelson? He comes walking back. Off, no, not Judge Nelson. It was the Dennis. Dennis was oh. the manager of the Great American Burger. Right. Yes. Okay. I could talk to Dennis Nelson, <laughs> see if I can get you a job. Where's Anthony Cubio when I fucking need him? I you know. Fast I'm s- so bad at these references. My bad. Okay. So this guy goes outside to talk to him, walks back in going, I've been shot. Yes. Surprise. <laughs> the aristocrats. Dude, I've said it before. I'll say it again. They wanted 15 bucks an hour. Okay. Here's the money. The job just got tougher, though. You're going to get shot sometimes. Making the big bucks, that's what happens. Listen, man, mo' money, mo' problems. That's exactly right, Vinny. Might be the name of this episode. Yeah. Mo money, you might want to just keep that 715 and have zero bullet holes. People get annoyed. The prices are going up on this shit. I just, this guy just wanted his fucking corn, Carl. And I do you want to know the best part? Hasn't been caught yet. Good. He's free. Good. Glad you're happy. I mean, don't they have cameras on the drive-thru and shit? They know they must know his car and license plate, I would right? hope so, but they haven't caught him. Yeah. Nobody's been arrested yet. St. Louis seems like a fun place, doesn't it? Well, Nelly makes it sound fun. I got to say, there's a lot of places that I, I would like to visit. St. Louis is not one of them. You don't want to go see that dumb fucking arch? No, nah, I've the seen half it. half a McDonald's logo they're yeah, so I've, fucking proud I've seen of. It. I'm good. I've not, I don't know if I've been to St. No, I've been to St. Louis. 
I don't, I don't think, think I, I saw that bullshit. I don't think I have. All right, let's go to Singapore, somewhere I've never been and have no plans on going All to. All right. A compliance officer with an investment management company was caught recording videos of men in the shower at an Anytime Fitness. Hmm. Now, Von Lin Wai Hao, 36, was sentenced to 20 weeks in jail on Friday. He pled guilty in November to eight charges, including voyeurism and creating obscene films. Because when he's filming people over the thing, he wasn't blurring out their pubes. Oh, right, yes. It's frowned upon. The judge called for a mandatory suitability report for it, but he was found unsuitable for the order. Citing the report, the prosecutor said Ling does not suffer from any diagnosable condition. He tried to say he was insane. So here's what happened. Yeah. January 2020, he and a colleague go to exercise at Anytime Fitness. About a half an hour, he goes into the shower in the men's changing room and noticed that someone else was showering in a cubicle. Ling showered in the cubicle next to the person who was already in one. Yes. Which apparently there were a bunch of other open cubicles. Right. It's like it's like uh, the bathroom. It's like walking into the urinals. Yeah, you see exactly. one guy there, right. you fucking give him some space. Exactly. You need some buffer urinals. Yep. Well, if you're trying to get some awesome dick pics, you don't do the uh, the buffer. You go into the shower right next door, and mm-hmm. then you take your camera and you hold it up over ah, the stall. I believe they call it the Opie. The old Opie. He pulled the old Opster on that one. Uh, no, no, care if I just put my that. camera up over the wall here. I forgot that's what he did. Yep. And now he's crazy talking to the sunset. <laughs> Cheers, sunset. <laughs> You're my friend, right, sunset? <laughs> you know what? We're so stupid at sunrise. It he said sunrise. sunset and somebody's going to yell at me. It's still funny, though. <sighs> so this guy sees this is going on. He looks up and he sees the phone over the thing. And so yeah. he goes and knocks on the cubicle door. And he was like, no one home. <laughs> There's nobody in here. Yeah, right. He refused to answer the door, to answer to talk to him. So he just stayed in there, and they went and got a manager for the uh, gym, and she comes back in and knocks on the door, and finally he opens it, and he's like, all right, here's my phone. They The cops end up showing up looking through it. They found all of these videos of other men, uh, years' worth of videos of men in the showers By at the this way, place. I think he could have gotten away with this. This is what I would have done. Smash your phone into a million pieces? Nope. Because it's all about if the guy wants to press charges or not. Sure. I'd just be like, dude, the only reason why I was videotaping that, you got a fucking hog on you, bro. Holy shit, I am so jealous of your cock. Wow, I was showing my girlfriend. She was blown away by it. We just can't get enough of the size of your dick. So here's it's the incredible. Thing. Here's the thing, bud. My penis you is so could, tidy. You could, you could bust me right now, and and you know I'd understand why you did. Yeah. But here's the deal: my super hot girlfriend with giant tits. Yeah. Is looking for a guy she wants to fuck, and I was scouting. <laughs> yeah, right. For her. Exactly. She needs and someone to titty fuck her. And I need, you have to have a certain size in order to pull this off. So, you know, I was going to take it to her. It was basically an application process. We both go to the same gym. I would have Do you see what I mean, Vinny? Do you see how easy this is to get out of these things? Yeah, man. You are quite the fucking criminal genius. If you know anyone who wants someone to drop the charges against them, you tell them to call me. Never have I met someone (laughs) who so eloquently knows how to talk his way out of filming someone else's penis. That Carl Hamburger. Yep. This is the kind of prep that I put into this show, Betty. Here's what Never his argument, what he did say his excuse was. Yeah. I'm so ugly, and these guys are so handsome. I just wanted to see what a not ugly person looked like. See, I wish I had known about this sooner because I think I could have made this guy feel much better about himself if I could have yeah. sent him some of my nudes. He'd be like, oh, okay, I'm not that bad. 
You know, it's one of those things where doesn't he realize that everybody likes to film the ugly? That's the fun part. People like to, when you see the ugly, you like to film them because it's sure. like, hey, get a load of this. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. No, I think this is a gay man, Vinny, if I had to guess. Oh. Who's probably beating off to these videos. Good be point. My, even though it's never mentioned in the article, that's even a possibility. I guarantee that's what's going on here. Otherwise, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Correct. Because the guy's acting like he's beating himself up or there's just like, oh, I just hate myself so much. I just want to watch these videos and hate myself even more. Really? Okay. That's dumb. <laughs> that's stupid. Enjoy your 20 weeks in jail. You get lots of yeah. looks at men in the shower. Oh, yeah. Lots of showering going on, buddy. Can I uh, bring my phone? No. No. But here's a Polaroid. And that's why it's jail. <laughs> here's a disposable Kodak. Go to town. No, they don't have that over there. They get a Fuji. Oh, yeah. Good point. Now, uh, Carl. Yes. Let's go over to Nepal. Okay. Chinese national Feng Zhang Hongyang, 37, was arrested December 4th on suspicion of killing Gan Sojong, 29, and injuring 32-year-old Li Chuzan. Oh, it's not fair. The violent knife attack took place on a Sunday afternoon at the crowded Indra Chalk Market at the capital of Kathmandu. Shocking video shows Gan, who is known online as Fatty Goes to Africa, broadcasting himself live, walking and laughing with a pair of friends. When the scene is suddenly interrupted by a series of distressing high-pitched screams, followed by wild shaking before the scream goes black. Another clip shows a visibly dazed Gan sitting in the middle of the street covered in blood, while another person believed to be Feng can be heard swearing at him in Chinese. First off, Fanny Goes to Africa would be a great movie title if we ever made a movie about you going to Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would do really well. I can see the cover. It's me standing next to an elephant, just looking like... (laughs) And you guys guys are like, who wore it better? It's you next to an elephant. That's anyway, a, that's hurtful. Fanny goes to Africa. Yeah. is a uh, a vlogger. Yeah, right. He's a video vlogger. Yeah, food, ch- uh, food uh, reviewer. Basically, yeah, and he's very popular. A lot of viewers. So uh, basically, he was stabbed to death on the street corner by a rival vlogger. Yeah, and I was reading this, thinking, "Wow, this might be what happens on February third if Chad Zumach shows up to DabbleCon." I could very much see this going down in a similar way. Wouldn't it be fucking wild if you just get stabbed to death and uh, it's literally at a Stuttering John thing and Stuttering John isn't the one who stabs you to death? Right. Wouldn't that be ironic? Uh, we never would have guessed. Well, actually, uh, we, we did guess. A lot of people hate this guy. It actually wasn't surprising at all, it turns out. Man. My question to you, Vinny. Khan is going to be lit. My question to you is why is it not to be so jelly all the time? You gotta stop being so jelly. This guy's just all jelly. It's it's not a good look. It's not a good look. And now he's in prison in Nepal for uh, murdering Fatty Goes to Africa. Yeah. So Fatty Goes to Africa died. His buddy is in critical condition, and they're just trying to eat some food and have a little fun with it. Being a fatty in Africa would probably suck. I guarantee you, chairs are not built for. <laughs> oh, that that's why you're thinking that. I'm thinking people are looking at you like, dude, what the fuck? Couldn't have saved some of that. My family is starving. And you're just going to eat the entire... Okay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Not your food, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I brought my own. I brought my own I brought food. a Lunchable. Now, folks, let's close out on a Christmas story, shall we? I swear we've covered this story. I swear we did it last month. I don't think we did. Okay. Because this just happened. Well, no, it didn't just happen. They, um, anyway, read it, read it, read it, read it. All it right. Happened last if month. I covered this, 
I must have some type of brain aneurysm where I do not recall. Or maybe I talked about it on another show or something because, God, I, this, I remember this very well. A 10-year-old Wisconsin boy allegedly shot and killed his mother last night, appeared in court for the first time on Monday. Quiana Manson... Yes, he appeared in court for the first time. That's why this is an updated article. Anyway, keep going. Quiana Manson is being charged as an adult on a homicide case. Reports indicated that the boy shot his mother, Quiana Man, 44 in the face. Yeah. For not purchasing him a virtual reality headset and for waking him up early. See, this is why you have to lie to your kids about Santa Claus. Get them pissed off at someone else for not getting the gifts that you wanted, right? That is the best point. You didn't get it. Santa, that <laughs> son of a Santa. bitch. Santa, you piece of, you rat bastard, Santa. I don't Santa. know if my car will make it, but I'll drive you to the North Pole right now. We'll take care of business. Oh, boy. We're going to send him a letter. We're going to send him a letter. The boy allegedly went on Amazon.com after he murdered his mother and ordered the item that he wanted. An Oculus virtual reality headset. I think he could have done that without murdering his mother, but okay. Well, he did that the morning after he murdered her. That same morning, he reportedly attacked his seven-year-old cousin, leading his aunt to take him over to his grandmother's house. Apparently, I don't think anybody knew that he murdered the mom. No. So he goes to the grandmother's house, and they called child welfare workers there. And the boy told his grandmother, I'm really sorry for what happened. I'm sorry for killing my mom. Before asking if his Amazon package had arrived yet. <laughs> That's hilarious. Merry Christmas, kids. Uh, you shot your mom? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I was having um, a bad day. Anyway, uh, anything come in the mail for me today? <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. What's that fucking Saber game? Beat Saber? Yeah, right. You're going to fucking shoot your mom in the face over Beat Saber? Dude, that's a fun game. I know it seems like exercise to you. That's a fun game, buddy. Dude, I have a it. fucking Oculus. And I've never turned it on. You've never tried Beat Saber? It's a fun game. I have it on. I have the thing. I've never turned it on. I have an, I have an Oculus as well. And uh, they keep showing ads for that um, football game Yeah, where the kid's like, oh, I want to be the Cowboys quarterback. And I see that. I'm like, oh, I, I want to play that game. But then I realize they never show the gameplay in that commercial. How it's terrible. It's got to suck. Have you tried it? No, I, I have no idea. But I was just I was just realizing I'm like, wait a second, why would they show what it looks like just even for a moment? If the game was really realistic, it was, it'd be awesome. It, was it, it would suck for you if it was really realistic. Because hmm. then you'd be like, hey, I want to be the quarterback. I'd be like, no way, Clubfoot. Hmm. They'd send you home. You think you, you think that's what to the stand <laughs> to the stands. <laughs> now uh apparently this young man has had some rage issues for a while. He had uh at one point when he was four years old, he had grabbed his cousin's puppy and swung it in the air until it howled in agony. Hmm. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the mom had gotten a puppy for him. Yeah. And they had to take the puppy away. Yeah. And go find it another house. He wasn't playing well with that pup. Yeah. Apparently, he also filled a balloon with a flammable liquid and set it on fire inside the house. That's funny. Causing a bunch of damage. That's a pretty good prank. And uh, he told his mother that he hears five imaginary people talking to him. Two sisters, an older man an older woman, and a second man who he called Mean. Oh, so this kid is uh, schizophrenic. Yeah, which might be a good reason not to give him an Oculus. Well, she wasn't going to. Yeah, good <laughs> right, point. If you remember right. Uh, naughty list, asshole. Yeah. Naughty list. Remember the balloon? So this is what I think we should do, Benny, because this kid, obviously, it's not going to get better, <laughs> right? Right. This, this kid's got some fucking problems right now. I wish we had a new Australia. I wish there was a new place that we could just send people to. 
And just like we could turn it into a reality show or something. How about we send them all to the Walmart on Dale Mayberry? <laughs> it's Walmart on Dale Mayberry. Perfect. They Perfect. can go be employees there. Perfect. According to Chad Zumach, they'll fit right in. Isn't that hilarious? It's so hilarious. So wouldn't that be fun, though? And maybe it's Hunger Games. Maybe this has already been thought of. But wouldn't it be great to just take like these people who really have all these fucking problems and just put them somewhere where they can't escape? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like Cuba might be a good place. I don't know. Dump them all in Cuba. What, what's Epstein's Island doing these days? What, what are people doing with that real estate? Dump them all there. Put cameras up. We can watch it 24-7 stream sponsored by Bounty. It'd be a real pirate island. A pirate island. We got to stop talking right now. Someone's going to steal this idea. Because then you won't you won't feel bad if they like kill each other and stuff. Dude, it's just like fucking locked up. It's Lord of the Flies. Survivor. Yes, right. And no one's going to feel bad. They're like, hey, that, that 10-year-old who shot his mom in the face? Yeah, he just got killed. Like, great. We sent him to New Australia. <laughs> yeah, New Australia. New Australia. <laughs> I mean, fucking, does anyone live in New Zealand? New Zealand? I don't think so. Can we just send them there? I know Steve left. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, Carl, here's to a new Australia. I'm with you on new that Australia. one. New Australia. That's that's a pretty fucking dynamite idea, I have to say. Well, folks, Carl, you are a genius. As you usual. can talk your way out of taking pictures of men in locker rooms. You could solve all of our overcrowding <laughs> problems in the pedal system. You yes. are a wonder. Thank you, buddy. Thank God you were born, what, 53 years ago today? Something like that. Sure. Carl, happy birthday. You know what? I, I am going to lie about my age on the other side of things. That's what John has always done wrong because he looks terrible. He should be saying he's 70. People be like, oh, okay. I'm going to start saying I'm in my 60s. Like, oh, dude. Carl, you bad. look amazing. Thank you, buddy. I know. Holy shit. You really would turn the tables. Dude, I chalk it up to clean living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a health nut. Chalk it up to clean living. <laughs> I'm a health Healthy nut. diet. All right. Let's celebrate. Not my birthday. Who gives a shit about that? Let's celebrate the very important holiday that is Super Chat Monday. All right. Let's see what we got. We got one from D-Ban. $2. Thank you very much. VPN might work. Two-Face Line Bastard. How do I send Canadian money? Question mark. $1.99. We'll, Just take, like we'll that. take U.S. We'll take U.S. or Canadian. We got that one from our great mint salad. Two Face Line Bastard also said, Happy birthday, 199. Uh, Cam Critical, happy half birthday, Vinny. Thank you very much for remembering, Cam, 199. Oh, that's right. It is your half birthday. It certainly is. Turbo Neil Breen says, A happy birthday to Carl for $10. Thank, Thank you. you, Turbo. And, and yeah, then- that, that the VPN might work, I think, was an answer to how do I send Canadian money. I don't think that VPNs convert dollars, but maybe they do. Give it a shot. Why and not? One more time to Tricky Dicky. Thank you for the forty nine ninety nine, And then to our pal Mint Salad. Thank you for the 50, the cool 50 from Mint. Yes, thank you, Mint, and the rest of the gang over there. Um, Riley and those guys. Also, uh, Daniel Christensen is not giving me money, but wishing me a happy birthday and thanking me for uh, the great content. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for checking out the show live with us. We really do have the best fans at the Creep Off. We do. And I don't I know why. WATP <laughs> fans yeah. are very fickle compared to the Creep Off fans. Is I've that noticed. true? I think so. Hmm. I've been reading the Reddit since we had our conversation <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. And a How's lot of going? WATP fans talk shit about this show. 
And I'm not sure why. Like, I get that, like, true crime's not for you or the atrocities are not for you. But, Jesus Christ, we do it in the most fun, different way than anybody else. Oh, people were talking shit about this show? Yeah, they were like, I didn't get into that fucking show because they fucking... Hold on. All right. <laughs> You're thinking about this all the wrong way. Okay. These are fans of WTP that talk mad shit about WATP. Yeah. So you think they're going to like this show? They don't even like the show that they claim to like. So... Yeah, don't feel bad, buddy. You're not going to win that one. Nah, I don't even give a <laughs> shit. I was just like, I couldn't believe that I was reading it. And that people were like, our real Creepoff fans were showed up and being like, actually, the Creepoff is way better than WATP. It's shorter for one. All right, one. I know you it's wrote It's half that. as much Carl. All right, sack account. Saying, I know you're about how great accounts. the show was. And I was like, I wanted to make sure I sent a special thank you out to those people uh, who defended our show on Reddit. Fucking sock accounts. Get out of here. You're the real True Blue fans of the show. Excelsior. True believers. And with that, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back next week with the Creep of the Year. Until then, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Goes out to Mark.